Talk Radio. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. Well, the monster mash. That's a, it's a little different take on the Boris, Gary Boris Pickett one, I think from 63 or 64. A uh, little more upbeat, actually made for kids. And this is the Toxic Podcast Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And uh, our Northeast Regional New England Red Sox baseball team, our champions for 2018. 108 wins in the regular season and 11-3 and during the playoffs. Winning on the road most most of the games and clinching the World Series in Los Angeles. I'm sure they'd like to do it at home, but you just want to win it. Because if you go back to Boston, you always take a chance, even though it's two games there. Injuries or something happens. Uh, Dodgers catch fire. You could could backfire so you win it when you can win it doesn't matter where it's at because you, you're going to have the parade at home anyway and TCM continues to play uh, classic and uh, newer horror films sci-fi films I'm watching uh, 1931 Frederick March Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by uh, the book by Robert Louis Stevenson about a hundred movies made following that including putting him in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen from about 10 years ago, I think, uh, with Sean Connery and a bunch of other ones. I, you know, that kind of bombed and flopped, but I liked it because it was kind of different. I like different. And I think with all the horror movies coming out, they're going to have to start doing something different. Now, they brought Halloween back, which I liked, uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis, who looks like her own great-grandmother from the 1978 film. Wow, she is shortchanged. I might suggest maybe uh, some hair color. But anyways, uh, she did play a grandma in the film. And uh, they made it different. Like I said, it was a little odd, a little non-conformity, uh, non-continuity. Uh, because he's uh, he's so smart, this uh, Michael Myers, that uh, he can evade uh, capture. He sneaks into houses and cuts people's heads off and makes decorations out of them and Halloween decorations. But yet he's walking in the road and gets hit by a police car. Okay. I mean, that's like telling me Einstein flunked a fifth grade level math test. I'm not quite buying it. But anyways, with horror films, and this is uh, the last of our Halloween special shows, uh, they have to do something different because you can only make I mean, you can make zombie movies. They've had zombie love movies and zombies on planes and zombies uh, everywhere. And um, so they're going to have to start making some different ones, I suggest. like, uh, And this is coming up with a new Godzilla and all the other monsters. And the last Godzilla movie, Godzilla Saved New York, from those two flying creatures from outer space that were sucking up all the nuclear energy. I like that. I, I like that one. That was a good one. So we're going to have to start doing some different things. And uh, I have some ideas that uh, might work. I don't know. 
I remember they always used to show a Thriller, the Michael Jackson, with Vincent Price uh, in it. Thriller. Uh, they wore it out. I kind of liked it at first, but they played it so much. It seemed like, and I don't know, in the 80s and the 90s, especially if you didn't have a tape player or get a lot of stations, you're subjected to the same songs over and over and over and over again. So, also Turner Classic movies have been shown, the, the Mummy, Dracula, the newer ones and the Hammer ones, and The Fly with Vincent Price. That was kind of creepy. I remember that. Ooh. Help me, help me. Remember that? He has like the head of a human but the body of a fly. I think they squashed him. A spider was about to get him, so they squashed him. Uh, not much help there for you, pal. Oh, no. <laughs> he uh, it was kind of gruesome. And, you know, flies are dirty and filthy, and they eat poop, so I don't know. I'm surprised there hasn't been a takeoff on that, the fly. You know, they've made fun of Dracula. They've done the Munsters, the Addams Family, and, uh, you know, Young Frankenstein. And uh, what was it, Old Dracula or something like that? where they drive a stake into this vampire woman's heart and blood just splats everywhere. Uh, I think that was with Mel Brooks. Old Dracula, I think. So they've made some parodies. They had Blackula, which was pretty good. It was different. And uh, I like that. I think that was made in 73 or 74. So keep your eye out for uh, Turner Classic Movies if you like that. And you can find them on, you on uh, of course, Netflix, and you can find it on YouTube and other TV services that uh, show classic movies or different ones. Just got to be careful about buying them, especially, uh, I mean, Netflix movies are usually pretty good. But if you go to the Red Box, sometimes a movie can look good and it's a turd. I call them a turd. I can spot them a mile away. If the guy who's directing it and producing it is in it <laughs> and you don't recognize any of the names, there's a good chance it's a turd. And uh, although I'm not going to say always because uh, they do have some good independent films. Just uh, it's not uh, overwhelmingly good. So I like the uh, well-done movies no matter what they're about, whether it's horror or documentary or war, whatever, comedy. I like it to be well done. If I'm paying to see it, I want it to be good. Don't you? This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show, the last of our Halloween specials uh, on the radio today here. And uh, I want to tell you the ducks are still in the pond. Here's the almost Halloween. And um, by the time this gets out broadcast, it will Halloween will be over. But uh, it's been in the 40s and 50s, and we had several inches of snow and ice and rain. But the ducks are still here. Now, they're going to break. The, if they don't leave by a day or so they're going to break their previous record from last year and the year before and I didn't actually document it on paper but I got it up in my brain here my head somewhere I got a photographic memory but uh, just uh, no film <laughs> remember Motley who used to laugh like that <laughs> I love that show I love that cartoon he'd always screw up something Motley you idiot <laughs> I love that. I love that show. I love that cartoon. So this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show again. The Boston Red Sox are your 2018 champs. And looking good for next year. They've got a young team, young pitching staff. 
they are uh, really good at picking up players from other teams, and so we'll have to see what happens. Uh, the four teams best picked by Vegas next year are uh, Houston, Boston, New York Yankees, and the Dodgers. So it looks like the same four teams are going to be in the mix. So I know it seems kind of boring, but not for us in the great white northeast in New England. We're very happy. We have another championship. And looking forward to more here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. And the Red Sox World Champions, uh, World Series Champions, had their uh, parade today uh, on Halloween. How's your Halloween? Well, this is the last of our Halloween special shows. And it's always sad because we kind of jump right from Halloween. Right, We even kind of skip Thanksgiving. And we go right to Christmas. I um, I was in the studio today doing commercials for a local store, County Yankee. They're a chain, and they're owned by a guy, a guy named Dave Cunha, who's a good guy. And he's very particular and fussy uh, about what he likes for commercials. And I've managed to do quite a bit for him. And I'm proud because, uh, not because I think I'm good, but because I think I'm good enough for him. Because he's very fussy what he wants on. And I mostly do special commercials, uh, specialty comedy ones. Like, ho, 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 this is Santa. We're having our annual Christmas party. Or me, what are you going to do? Well, Santa, I prepared a great uh, platter. And, oh, well, you know, I, and I do Count Dracula. Well, not Count Dracula, but I do do the Count. And Igor, eh? it's a Halloween party. And I even do... Uh, a little Elmer Fudd hunting for Thanksgiving. Oh, gracious, I'm going to need my Thanksgiving dinner. We'll go to the County Yankee. So I do a bunch of commercials for him, and I'm very happy, and he's happy. So I've been doing them for a few years now. And But we're going to jump right into Christmas, and uh, you know, TCM's playing the last of its... Uh, of course, they play a lot of horror movies anyway, mostly classics, but they, they've been on a, a theme themselves for uh, their playing... Edgar Allan Poe's uh, Pit in the Pendulum and Mask of the Red Death. And then, you know, as a kid, I, I really didn't like school, even though I became a teacher myself. Um, I did like history class and English to an extent, but I uh, hated math and science, and that's what kept me from being a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm a doctor of laughology. But anyways... Um, uh, I really liked Ed Groundpool because he was odd. He was uh, uncanny. He was different. He was goth. He was dark. But yet he was real. And, of course, uh, Stephen King, I guess, would be the modern-day Ed Groundpool and Rod Serling. I didn't know this. Rod Serling from The Twilight Zone, he was a, uh, a veteran of World War II. And he, in, in the show, he looked not really tall, but he looked medium. But he was only like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, and he smoked two packs a day, and he had heart trouble, but he kept right on a ticking. Not only that, as he was having heart surgery and heart uh, medications, he smoked while he was in the hospital. You couldn't get away with that nowadays, but this is the 60s and 70s. Then he had the show Night Gallery, which I liked too. And it's especially good Night Gallery. 
and I can't remember the name of it, but it's where uh, the Nazis, the SS, meet uh, Dracula in Transylvania. The Nazis come marching into Transylvania, which I don't know if they did. They must have Romania, Transylvania, and Hungary. But they came marching in, and they came into Dracula's castle, and they were arrogant and cocky and going to shoot everybody until they realized they were dealing with Count Dracula. And they all turned into vampires and werewolves and killed the SS soldiers. So even the worst of the evil, when I think it was called When Evil Meets the Devil or something. I'll have to research that and let you know about it later. It was one of my favorites, I can't remember. But it wasn't Twilight Zone, it was Night Gallery. And a quick movie update, I watched a movie called Bug. I'll give it a C-. minus. I thought it was going to be a kind of a cutesy film, but it's kind of dark about a girl's life. And then there was a movie called Gold about um, the Indian-Pakistani field hockey teams of the 1940s and 50s, how they won gold. And a really good one I want to talk about that I saw was called Replicas with Keanu Reeves. Now, Keanu Reeves hasn't really made a great movie in a while, but uh, this was pretty good. It's different. It's sci-fi, but it's kind of futuristic. Could happen, I guess. And uh, so... I give that a B plus. Uh, you know, it was good energy, good action, and you kind of never knew what was going to happen, and um, I liked it. So I suggest that you see it, Replicas, it's called, with Keanu Reeves. And the ducks are still in the duck pond. It's almost November. I think they're, I don't know, are these ducks too lazy to fly? This seems, I know that birds aren't, that aren't, that are older don't always make the flight to the south like robins and they kind of stay to die because they just can't make the trip and I've seen some robins around but they looked healthy the robins that I saw they were out in a in the mud puddle like bathing and eating so I don't know but the ducks are still here and they've broken an old record because I think the previous time the longest they were here was like probably the 25th or 26th of October and so we're just a few hours uh, time from November, and they are still here in the duck pond up by uh, where I uh, occasionally have a few drinks at the Shire Town Inn and uh, the Down Under Club, it's called, and Poolside. Well, they have like two or three bars, and they have a pool beside a bar. I know that doesn't sound like a good idea. And I've seen a lot of drunks jump into the pool in my days because I... I belong to the health club, and I like to swim a couple times a week besides playing basketball. Of course, we're inside playing basketball now. So um, um, sometimes I wonder, am I going to make it the whole week? Then I kind of have a resurgence, and I feel good, so hopefully that continues. But I do like to swim, and the ducks are out, out uh, have a pond outside of this uh, hotel, restaurant, and double bar with a pool. And usually it's on the side of the road. It's in between the road and uh, the the uh, motel. And people stop to feed the ducks. And you're not supposed to feed ducks bread, I guess. I, I, th I read that someplace. And I never stop to feed them, but a lot of people do. But I always worry about them because sometimes if we had a dry summer, that duck pond dries up to just about nothing. And it looked like it was going to once this summer, but all of a sudden we got some rain towards the end of the summer, so the ducks were saved. Quack, quack. And um, so I just wonder, is that a sign that we're going to have a mild winter? Because El Nino or El Nina is supposed to be coming around and giving us a milder winter. 
First they said it was going to be a bad winter. And then they said, well, it's going to be mild because El Nino is in the area. I wouldn't <coughs> be hurting for a mild winter. I mean, I know a lot of people like to ski and snowmobile and all that. I am not one of them. I would like to have a mild winter. Uh, sometimes it starts out mild and then it gets treacherous like January and February. But um, I guess we'll only have to wait and see. And as advanced as... Uh, medicine and weather machines and meteorology is they still really they still really can't tell they're getting a lot of tornadoes and still a lot of hurricanes in, in the south um, Florida Georgia Texas so at least we're not having that at least not yet this is the toxic wise that show on renegade talk radio well the last of our Halloween theme shows and as before mentioned I uh, got Christmas uh, I don't know what happened I, I've Really, I got to tell you, there was a time I'm I'm waiting for the trees to bud, and I'm listening to the uh, tadpoles sing, and the crickets, and uh, waiting for the trees to, and the grass to come back, and the trees to bloom. Then I'm watching the Fourth of July fireworks, and the next thing I know, it's Halloween, and uh, of course, all all the stores have got a, a much of their Christmas decorations out and Hallmark and a lot of the other networks are already playing Christmas shows so hmm it's kind of already begun I'm expecting the aisles at the big box stores to be plastered and mobbed with uh, Christmas uh, merchandise and everybody gearing up for it for the two month endeavor that we're about to encounter and we'll have fun with that too uh, all of November and December I'll be doing um, I guess I might as well start out early like everybody else right with the Christmas stuff so I guess that's what I'm going to be doing <laughs> even though it's uh, technically the last of our Halloween shows we're going to kind of mix everything in here I guess uh, talk about the ducks and movies and I don't know it's crazy and they continue to celebrate the uh, Boston Red Sox championship. And uh, during the parade, I think three people were arrested, including one that full a full beer can at, I think, Mookie Betts. And uh, I think it was a friendly toss, but they get drunk and they just get, you know. Have you ever dealt with drunks? I mean, some are subtle, and but a lot are belligerent. So if you have thousands of people there, you're bound to have some belligerent stupid ass drunks and uh, went through a can at Mookie I think it was full he had actually hit the trophy and broke it which uh, does that really surprise you I mean come on but uh, anyways Celtics knocked the Bucks off the undefeated list and they've been playing well Jalen Brown didn't play um, Patriots will take on Green Bay this weekend uh, you'll probably already know the score of it by the time you hear this broadcast here. Halloween's over. I tried to get some. <laughs> I tried to get some day after Halloween at the big box stops uh, at Walmart, and it was not to be done. I I don't know what's going on, but lately, the last few years, when you buy uh, after usually, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not even going to blop that out. <coughs> Just got done playing hoops. My feet are sore. My back are sore. Uh, but I feel good from playing, other than that. But I tried to buy some second, uh, you know, day after Halloween candy to no avail. 
they were out of everything except uh, popcorn balls and candy corn, which uh, I wouldn't give that to Taliban prisoners. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, it seems like years ago, you after thanks after Christmas, after Valentine's, after Easter, you could like shop the whole week and oh, I'll buy a bag of this. You know, 50% off, 75% off. You get a $10 bag of candy for $5 and nothing. Nothing. And, I, and and last year after Christmas, everything was going fast at the big box stops, box stores. And then everything after Valentine's and Easter, I always like to buy some, like, day, you know, second-day candy. Not for, you know, for myself. I love, I love chocolates. I love candy. I'm a candy lover. Got to stay off a lot of it because, uh, you know, you can get after 50 years old, you got to be careful. That's why I go play hoops. But anyways... I guess I'm not going to be bothering anymore. Um, other things you can get, like after Christmas, you can get some second, you know, half-price decorations and things. But forget about the food part. It was always that I remember shopping for days after the holidays, including Halloween, uh, where you could get uh, some bargains. But uh, not this year, and I don't think last year I made out very well either. Certainly not uh, very well after Valentine's Day and and Christmas and Easter so if you're looking for uh, day old candy or not day old candy but after holiday candy half price sales forget it I guess at least around here in the northeast and uh, I guess we're going to get a big uh, rainstorm hurricanes coming to Florida and Georgia and Texas I guess right up through uh, which will mostly mean rain for us and it's supposed to be El Nino and one of my friends posted that I said something about the ducks are still here. Quack, quack. That's what they told me. And uh, there have been a lot of comments on my page about, well, the ducks go this and that. And, uh, well, maybe you'd like to go feed them. And I, I, get, I don't think you're supposed to feed ducks bread. It's hard for them to digest and not supposed to have it. So I told everybody, quack that on my Facebook page. Um, I, I don't know what you're supposed to feed them. Corn, maybe? Of course, they love fish, but I'm not bringing a bunch of fish. I, actually, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, game wardens and and such uh, they don't like you feeding animals like that. Uh, but anyway, it's it's always tempting and it's kind of fun because the ducks kind of quack around a bit. But uh, this is the end of our uh, Halloween theme. We'll be moving on to Christmas and Thanksgiving. Which, uh, the big box store I was just in tonight trying to find some Halloween candy on sale to no avail. And, uh, the Christmas stuff is all out. The trees, decorations, the candy, uh, the desserts, uh, everything. It's all out there. It had been a little bit, but now it's really out there. And I'm sure it's out there at all the stores. Because we're already in November, folks. We're already in November. Isn't that scary for post-Halloween? Uh, one movie I want to talk about that I did see that I want to uh, review a little bit is Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's about the music uh, group Queen with Freddie Mercury, who I do believe, yeah, he died of AIDS. He contracted AIDS back in the late 70s, 80s. And I was never, I mean, I like, uh, if you're a sports guy, you like, uh, we are the champions. I remember hearing that in college when we'd play places, including our own gymnasium. 
Uh, other than that, wasn't it really Queen was never a, a group that I would listen to or buy their albums or their records or uh, download anything uh, because uh, just not a big fan of it. But uh, they they are good, and uh, the movie was good. I always li- I like uh, biographies, uh, mostly about historical characters like Winston Churchill and FDR, but musical characters and actors and like the movie Charlie Chaplin or Chaplin. I like that. I like most all of them. And this was good. I'd give it a B. And if you really if you really like the group Queen and enjoy the music, you're really gonna I like this movie. Yeah, well done. Well acted. The music was good. Like I say, not a big fan of Queen, but uh, I did like the movie, so I would give it a solid B. And uh, TCM kind of finished out their Halloween theme with uh, the movie 2001 in Space, A Space Odyssey. And I found that to be one of the slowest, most boring effing movies ever. There's two movies that come to mind that are boring, and that's one of them. Uh, I mean, you're waiting for something to happen. This is how how yeah we are having it difficult i mean what the hell is that the other one was uh chariots of fire i remember working in the video store uh when i was uh, teaching uh school teachers make crap so i always had to find part-time jobs i think there was just maybe two years out of the 22 years that i taught and coached that i took off um most years i had you know part-time jobs and this was when i worked in a video appliance slash dash appliance store we had vcrs cameras everything air conditioners and of course video rentals and a guy he rented that movie and he came back and he goes chariots of fire he goes there was no chariots in this and they certainly weren't on fire but that that <laughs> that was funny because guy people used to come in and they say is there any new john wayne movies oh uh, well, John Wayne's been dead for like 20 years, so no, there aren't. Unless somebody's gone into a vault and found one. Same with Elvis. Got any new Elvis movies in? No, he's been dead for like 25 years, so that's not looking good. I always found that funny. But uh, then the customers would always ask you, is this movie any good? Well, I didn't like it, but that doesn't mean that you won't. It's always kind of hard to create. I mean, there are some movies that are just absolutely bad that you can tell people they're just absolutely bad but you'll always find that one that still says geez i i thought it was good so you know i you know siskel and ebert i ain't i guess i mean i can identify with what i like and you know but uh you know you just never know people's tastes are all over the place we used to rent a lot of uh you know of course stallone movies and all schwarzenegger movies and um the the guy who kicks there, kung fu guy, has a show. Um, but he's a ranger, Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, even wrestling movies used to be big. Wrestling movies and um, so westerns. But uh, I was watching that episode of of South Park. I love you guys. Where um, Stan's dad buys a uh, a blockbuster. It was a Halloween special show, and the blockbuster's haunted. It's supposed to be kind of like the Jack Nicholson uh, movie, where here's Johnny. <laughs> you know, the movie written by Stephen King. So, um, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. I, I remember going to the blockbusters, even when they had the VHS. 
uh, in different cities that I was in when I was doing comedy on the road. So I'm uh, I miss the video stores. My friend had one here downtown, and it you know just kind of they kind of disappear because uh, people go to the red box, they go to online, on demand, whatever, and digital, whatever you want to say, but. A lot, um, Walmart still sells a lot of videos. They still have the $5 rack, the $3 bin. I have a feeling if I ever make a movie, my movie will be in the $3 bin. But that's okay. I just want to make one. I don't care. I just want to make one and uh, see what happens. It'll probably flop. It'll probably be on, uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, wherever it is, bloopers. But uh, I don't care. I just want to make one and um, see what happens. I mean, because you never know. Look at Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which was a, a horrible movie, but it made a lot of money, and it was became a cult classic. So you never know. Hey, this is Dick Cheney. <laughs> Just doing a little target practicing. Don't worry, I didn't shoot anybody. Hey, happy Halloween, and uh, looking forward to talking to you. Thanksgiving. They uh, actually made a movie about me, and uh, I can't wait to see it. I'll have to shoot whoever made it. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. Again, happy Halloween from uh, Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Oops, having another heart attack. <laughs> Got to go clean my gun now. Oh, that was uh, Dick Cheney wishing everybody happy Halloween and upcoming Thanksgiving and holiday season. That was nice of him. Uh, haven't heard that much about him. They are making a movie about him. And I saw a clip of it. You can see it on YouTube. And at first I thought it was going to be a comedy, but no, it's, uh, well, it might have some comedy relief in it. But it's not a comedy. It's a, it's a movie. And uh, I saw a clip of it. It looks pretty good. Uh, I'll be watching it. And You know me. I'm, I'm not crazy about politicians. And I'll be glad when this election is over because I'm tired of being inundated with phone calls and, and people at the door and my mailbox being stuffed full of uh, political crap. And I, I hate politicians. I know they're necessarily evil, but I, I can't stand them. Most of them are crooked and useless. And the Republicans and Democrats have kind of morphed into the same party, the same turd, horse shit, cow shit. What, does, what difference does it make? And Democrats, I don't know who they're going to get to run and uh, because uh, Hillary's gone. Uh, she can't come back, I wouldn't think. Uh, Bernie's 110. Joe Biden's an idiot. So I don't know. They better come up with a star. You know, I like Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio, he plays basketball. I like Marco Rubio. I think I'd remember that because my name's Mark and Marco in Spanish. Uh, I kind of liked him. I would not have been hurt or offended if Marco Rubio had won the presidential. Because he's very professional. He's very smart. He's bilingual. I don't think even the best of the Democrats could accuse him of being racist because he's Hispanic. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't have minded seeing him get in there to be president. 
But uh, you have to go with what you got, folks, and quit bitching. You don't like it. Uh, stop putting up horrible candidates. I wasn't crazy about either one, but I'm not crazy about politicians. Like I said, it's a necessary evil, like having to poop or pay taxes. So, but anyways, uh, I will be glad when it's all over with. Uh, whatever the outcome is, we'll have to see. Okay, something very strange. Uh, I watched a movie that Orson Welles made called The Other Side of the Wind. It was made in 74. Bizarre. All I can say is bizarre. You know, he never felt like he accomplished much after making, uh, in 1941, Citizen Kane, which I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say I did not like. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. It's supposed to be America's best movie ever made, I guess. Most, uh, to me, I have Dr. Zhivago and Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, and Lawrence of Arabia, and several other movies way ahead of it. Um, that is offbeat. Now, he was an offbeat guy. Uh, but this was really an odd movie. It was like a movie within a movie. And it's called The Other Side of the Wind. And net, it was on Netflix. And they even had a documentary about it, too. And I didn't realize that Orson Welles, towards the end of his career, was, uh, well, he got a little weirder. But he was kind of broke. And he made uh, this movie with John Huston. You know, old John Huston. And uh, John Huston was kind of a combination of uh, Orson Welles and Jimmy Stewart. Uh, he, he, was, he talked like he, his voice was being, oh, it was very deep, but he talked all like this. And, of course, Orson Welles was, uh, I'm a teenage warehouse. <laughs> they, made, they made a, SCTV did a thing about him being, a, I think it was SCTV. But anyway, it's very odd movie and he was trying to put money together to make it he had rich little in it when when i was a kid uh, rich little i think he's like 82 or 83 and he's still working and uh cameron mitchell from the westerns you might recognize him from uh, high chaparral in the 60s and 70s so it was just really odd uh but you'll have to see it like i said it's on netflix it's called the other side of the wind and it's um it looks like a movie somebody made while they were on LSD. And I don't think Orson Welles and John Huston were on LSD, but, I don't know, grasping at straws. He was trying to make something existential, something, you know, to to try to complement all the other things he's done, War of the Worlds and uh, Citizen Kane and uh, some of the other movies that he's made. And uh, it's just, uh, it looks just like a desperate attempt. And it was really weird the way they documented it, too. The, they had other people in it. It was just, you'll have to see it. But it's really, really weird. And um, another thing, the ducks are still here. Quack, quack. It's in uh, the first week of November, and they are still here. This is going to break a record. We had some torrential rain and, and uh, winds and actually knocked the power out here in northeast Maine for uh, about five hours. But uh, in that time, we had no power. And uh, I got on my phone a little bit and tooled around on Facebook, but that gets boring. And I could have watched a movie in my laptop with a battery or whatever, or one of my laptops. And uh, But I decided to go to the radio. I like to listen to sports radio and talk radio, not so much politics. But I listened to this guy named Steve Huff. 
he was on a show called Coast to Coast that Art Bell and George Norrie have. Now it's the George Norrie. But he has people fill in for him on the weekends. Uh, and um, this was, I think her name was Connie Mills, and she was a pretty good host. And she had this gentleman, I'd never heard of him before, and his name is Steve Huff, H-U-F-F. And I, so I got on YouTube, and I listened to the show, and this guy made a machine that talks to ghosts, spirits, if you will, entities. And um, uh, whether you believe it or not, it still seems quite fascinating. Now, they say that Thomas Edison was working, and no one can verify it one way or another, but they say he was working on a machine that could talk to spirits on the other side. He'd made the phonograph, the dictograph, the other cylinder recorder. So he was working on something that could talk to spirits on the other side, get get them to talk and record them. And it's, it's unusual the way he does it. He uses like an old Panasonic voice recorder from the 90s that they're very expensive to get now, up to $3,000. He asks him a question, he tapes it, then he plays it back, and when he plays it back, the spirits, so-called, use uh, white noise, I guess you would say, although he says it's not really white noise, but they use some kind of technique to put their voice print on the, on the messages. So when he plays it back, and he'll say, is heaven real? Um, and then he plays it back, and he'll say, is heaven real? And a spirit will say, yes, it is, or... It's female spirits and good spirits and bad spirits and angels and crossing into the white light. It's all very interesting. So I went to YouTube and I watched some of his, uh, I watched some of his things that he was talking about on the radio, and it was quite fascinating. So you will have to check that out. So check out two things: the Orson Welles movie, The Other Side of the Wind, which is really unusual. I would give it a U for very unusual, a VU. And then, of course, check out Steve Huff and uh, his paranormal activities. Now, he doesn't take money for this. It's just like a sideline job for him, and he's been doing it for several years. Him and his girlfriend and some of his family are in on it. So it's it's just very interesting. Something that we're uh, interested in here and watching and hearing about here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show, for sure. I like uh, I like uh, the paranormal activity things, um, UFOs, Bigfoot, and spirits and ghosts. Now he doesn't do anything with uh, UFOs or or Bigfoot, but it's all it's all basically spirits. And he keeps coming up with machines, uh, voice recorders, and he keeps uh, hooking them up to uh, laptops and computerized m- machinery, and he tries to improve it every time he uh, does it, tries to improve the method and the technique and the equipment. So it's uh, it's very interesting. So go check that out. Steve Huff. And uh, on YouTube you can mostly see it. He's got, he gets millions of viewers, so it's uh, definitely drawing some interest. And uh, just the right thing to cap off the last of our Halloween-themed shows, as we skirt into the Thanksgiving Christmas season, the stores are already sending out flyers. And uh, I guess Sears, is, even though they're facing financial problems, is still going to put out Christmas books and specials. And Very sad. Uh, if you're a boomer, baby boomer, you 
even past that, you probably remember getting the uh, Christmas books, wish books. I think they, I don't know, they tried to make some. They don't, they're not as big as they used to be. They used to be 900 pages thick or 300 pages. Some of them were huge. I miss those days. I mean, it was really a wish book because most of the things in there you wish you could get. You couldn't get them all. Maybe you'd get some. Or, but uh, I certainly feel sorry for kids that can't go through catalogs like we used to. I mean, uh, there's still some out. I don't know if Toys R Us is going out of business or not. They were and then they weren't. They have catalogs. I remember my nephew looking through those. But... Uh, it's certainly uh, very sad. Uh, I guess now you look online. Now your wish book is online if you're a kid even. Um, or your iPhone or your tablet, whatever, is now your wish book. And, uh, but, the, but the big box store still put out, you know, mini catalogs of toys and Christmas specials. So, well, that's uh, it for our show here today on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. I want to thank you for tuning in on the last of our Halloween theme. Our shows now will be holiday, the uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas seasons coming up. Will the vampires sleep? Well, good luck to the ducks. It will be interesting to see how long they stay. Will they stay... This is, they're definitely breaking a record. When I asked on them, they said, Quack you! <laughs> no, they didn't. They were very friendly. They were just happy to be warm. It was kind of a warm rain. A torrential. We don't think we got about several inches of rain. It seemed like it. It poured. We got more rain in a couple of days than we did, I think, like most of the summer. But anyway, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is Mark Chaplin, Toxic Wise Show, here on Renegade Talk Radio. Thank you for listening to our Halloween theme. There's going to be time for, oh, 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 Santa and his bunch coming up. And the holidays. I don't know where the year went. I don't know where the summer went. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next show on the Toxic Wise Show. Thank you.